Some girls just want to watch a world fun. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Nailed it. Top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 373, I think. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm the Power Bottom. Mm. I'm the intern. And we're all here this week. This is like three weeks in a row. Everyone's here. Oh, nope. Maybe two weeks. Brian, you were out a couple weeks ago. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. We tried. We tried. Failed. And failed. So the lesson there... Don't try. Third week in a row, Jim's been on. Uh, you wouldn't know it, but he has been on. And uh, no golf this week. Uh, Jim, did you try to play golf today? No, no. I uh, decided to uh, not play golf. I had to work, so I actually oh. couldn't get to the course today. Okay. But uh, you did play Golden Tee at work, right? No, we got rid of it because the only people playing it were the employees. <laughs> I would have bought that off you. Damn you, Bar. Damn you. We didn't sell it. We were we were leasing it. Oh yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't ours to sell. Well, you could still sell it. I don't know what happened. I guess it was stolen. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cincinnati got uh, dumped on about anywhere from six to ten inches of snow, uh, depending on where you're at. I uh, we got about seven to seven and a half inches of snow out here. Blake. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I knew where your joke was going. Get your mind out of the gutter. That's why I said six to ten inches of snow, Blake. Snow. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, you love winter. How excited Hate were you to it, see the snow? It. How excited were you to see the snow? Uh, not at all. Oh, come on. I don't understand. No, it isn't. It's a pain in the ass. Oh. Nothing good about it. A lot of bad things about it. <laughs> we say the same thing about Blake, but we still love him. <laughs> Do we? Yeah, we love Blake. We love Blake. He's the, he's the constant at the Cincinnati Comic Expo every year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> September 17th through the 19th this year, everybody. Uh, well, fine. I'll move. <laughs> Jim, I may be Blake's social distancing from the conference from the expo this year. That's fine. That's Blake, fine. Blake's new nickname is just the constant. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, Jim, you like the snow, right? Eh. Anybody? God, I, I like it. I, snow, I like snow, snow is better than rain. Snow is yeah. good when you have kids to play with it in. Yeah, yeah I don't have kids. So yeah. snow sucks balls. The world thanks you for not having kids too, Jeff. Yeah. See, I try to spice for the world, and it gives snow. 
Or if you're chasing ski bunnies on ski slopes. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, so that was the excitement. I was finally happy to get some snow here. They were predicting two to four inches of snow, and they vastly under-predicted that. And uh, I was supposed to get some more tomorrow night, so woohoo! Welcome to the Hobie Weather Report. So, uh, big news. The guy who doesn't have to leave the house. Hey, this is great. It is great. I didn't have no, to leave the house. Uh, we drove to the park, okay, to go sled riding tonight. So calm down. I had to leave somewhere. Didn't want to, but, you know. Jason uh, and his excursions. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You get more snow than they even predicted, and you still went out driving. The, the one reason you can say, we can't go out, there's snow out there. And you still went out. The sled riding hill is a half a mile away from our house, so it was okay. We we thought it was safe. Well, th- then you tell the kids not to go sled riding at that hill. I'll be honest. We actually had sled no... Sled ride in your backyard. Our We've roads like were a... perfectly clear today. Perfectly clear. Yeah, well, yeah, so were mine. But, yeah. I mean, you had, to, <laughs> you had to shovel your driveway. That's enough right there. Actually, I borrowed my neighbor's snowblower. Uh, it was great. Uh, they, uh... They texted me this morning. She's uh, my neighbor. Did she's like my husband's at work. Uh, you come he, over. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he, <laughs> come over and get the snowblower. <laughs> Definitely the blower. <laughs> what 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 Jason didn't know is that she didn't really mean come over and borrow the snowblower. You know what? I'm not Much even going to her finish. dismay. I'm not even going to uh, finish. No, 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 no. She was hoping he just took the snowblower. <laughs> I'm not even going to finish this story because you guys did a better job than I would have. So go ahead. <laughs> Good job, guys. So did, did your homeschool kids get a snow day? Did the teachers' union insist on closing this <laughs> online school down? They did. Uh, our school district said that um, since some of the kids are virtual, some of the kids are in class, uh, they said that we were going to keep one constant <laughs> would, this would year. would be fair to the kids that have to come into school. <laughs> The one constant they said that they're keeping this year is that uh, snow days. Uh, we got a text message at 5 o'clock this morning. Uh, no school today. Snow day for the whole district. Enjoy the snow. I was like, well, that's very nice of them. Yeah. So. Coworker was telling me that, you know, where his kids are. He's got, like, one kid that's going into school and two kids that are homeschooling. Mm-hmm. When they get delays, the homeschool still puts a delay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the stupidest thing I've heard. Uh, my wife ignores that delay usually. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you guys can either sleep in. I mean, it's like. And have a well, two-hour delay or, or be done two hours early. What do you want to do? <laughs> and they're like, two hours early. Let's go. <laughs> well, yeah, if that's, a, you know, I'll sleep. In. But you have to be woken up to ask that question uh after the second two-hour delay my wife doesn't even do that <laughs> she just okay. like, time to be done so uh yeah so welcome everybody uh it's cold it's frigid i will say it is uh it dropped dramatically i, I was happy to be inside after two hours of sled riding so uh let's see here um just let you guys know uh, September 17th through 19th, Cincinnati Comic Expo. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, Cincinnati <laughs> I'll be zooming in for that. Yep, Blake. Uh, we'll have Blake Bot there. We're excited <laughs> about that. Um, so Hobie will be there playing trivia. And uh, get your vaccines and wear your fucking mask so we can do this. Please. 
because I, I, I just can't anymore. We need an expo. They should make it a dual, like, expo vaccination. Like, you get I vaccinated, like and then you can go into the expo. I think it takes time to, for the vaccine to work. It could be a two-week-long vac- uh, expo, Brian. There you go. How much vacation time you got, Jeff? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bla- Blake will help out. He'll do a couple of the days for us. So that Sure. <laughs> I'm like... There's got to be a way to say that expo vaccine vac uh, and I can't find it. Vac expo and vaccine expo. Explanation. Vaxponation. There you go. There you go. Good job, Jeff. And you have a communications uh, degree. I'm not sold on that one. No. No. What you got a communications degree? You're not sold on. <laughs> no, I'm not sold on vaxponation. <laughs> That's a title for the show. <laughs> Expocation. No, I got a communications degree. I'm not sold on. That might be too long. <laughs> damn it. Um, anyway, ah. uh, we had some deaths as usual because it seems like Kobe because. has been a obituary for the last couple weeks. Circle. Yeah, of life. Can, can we just can we just add an obituary section? You know, at the end of the podcast where the intern can just read off a list of names of people who died since we last recorded just like uh, yeah we could we could add that to the talking hobie in memoriam <laughs> the talking hobie podcast because because this whole thing's starting to to depress me every time <laughs> right we, out of the gate yeah it is right out of the right. gate we're gonna talk about you know moments of silence for people that have died or okay fine know, how or, about this brian do you have the list of people that died uh, Don't not say in them. front of me, but I can, I can find it. Okay. So after the top five this week, we'll do a in memoriam. Uh, I got some good theme music for it. And, no, uh, oh, I do. And, uh, and then we'll go into the bad idea of the week. So we'll end on a downer note. How about that, Blake? Instead of leading on a downer note, we'll end on a downer note. There you go. And for the right. YouTube person who watches, you know, maybe you can do like a scrolling list. That's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's not get ridiculous here, Blake. <laughs> just put the name on a piece of paper and just hold it up, and, and just pull, and then yeah. get her grab a new piece of paper with a new name and hold it up, uh, up, and keep going, and then grab a new piece and raise it. I like that. I like that. So, so make sure you add it to the the uh, outline uh, template that the uh, moment of silence at the end of the the template. Intern Gary, do you hear that? I mean, Brian, do you hear that? Intern Brian, do you hear that? Add that to the template. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. Or intern go. fax machine. So does that mean we're moving the Brian's fax machine joke to the front of the show? Because we even <laughs> never even had it yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was told that that was going to be uh, added, and uh, it never got approved. Okay. I've sent it in and it's never been approved. Do you want because you sent it in through the fax machine and he was <laughs> jealous and kept it hidden. He shredded it. <laughs> well, I've got a couple for you, so we'll okay. uh, we'll work it in before news of the geek. No, you know what? Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. We'll start. I'm trying it. to get. I'm trying to figure out who died. You know what? Until Gary never back talks this much. Do we have to have your jokes now? We wanted moments of silence at the end. <laughs> I, I am. I'll let Brian look that up. I have a complaint for in uh, memorams uh, with the NFL. Yeah, they had, they had their list of uh, 
who won all the end of the year players that people who make the hall of fame. And then they had their list of the people who died. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Cincinnati Bengals have a person who's been snubbed from the hall of fame. Uh, he is fifth all tied for fifth all time in interceptions. And he doesn't get it. It's Ken Riley. He passed away this year and the yes. NFL snubbed him from their list of people who died this year. Oh man. So At least they're consistent. Every, every, yeah, they, they, they just snubbed Ken Riley, and it what it is. So everybody, go ahead and tweet at the NFL commissioner Roger Goodell that he's a piece of shit and he's softer than baby shit. <laughs> I can speak to this that I've been tweeting this roughly at him off and on for about four years, some variation of of what Jim just said. Um, and he's never responded. I haven't been suspended or blocked by him. So he's not like the just, worst person on Twitter. He at least he can tell. Just, the problem is there's a long line in front of you that's bitching at him. So he's got to take some time to get to yours. I'm sure there was a long line in front of Colin Coward uh, in front of uh, the intern's tweets, but he still found a way to get him blocked. Brian, do you- it's, a matter of, it's a matter of minutes when you tweet a coward. Yeah. <laughs> He's he has to have like an alert, or his people have to have an alert. Like when ever, anybody calls him a stupid idiot moron, it like immediately gets directed right to Twitter support, and you instantly get suspended. Brian, to get uh, Rogers' attention, the commission, you need to change your Twitter handle to Sierra or Sierra or however you say her name. Yeah, um, because her and him, they both look like they were having some really in depth conversations at the Super Bowl. I mean, it was pretty in depth. Um, yeah, I, I'm, so I'm, was that the most interesting thing that happened during the Super Bowl? I don't know. It was a pretty boring fucking game, wasn't it? It was. It was, was the a real guy running on the field. The most exciting thing that happened. Yeah, and they it's panned away on. from him. Yeah, he's so just, they never show the person on the field. The fact they t- even got him on as much as he did is a surprise. He should have taken so the football. Is, this, is the story? That he actually put fifty thousand dollars down on the uh, prop bet that somebody uh, like seven, like seventy-five to one or whatever is that somebody would run on the field during the Super Bowl. Oh, that's what the story is. He, he turned, it, turned it into three hundred seventy-five thousand. So apparently, that dude is like a huge YouTube star, and he like does shit like this all the time to get on like from you from his YouTube channel or something. Well, he he will now be banned from every stadium in the country. Can he be banned uh, from YouTube? Uh, because he was because he pulled his pants down and showed his ass. Oh, I didn't know that face, much. He is going to face multiple charges other than just running on the field. Oh, at least he was wearing a mask. <laughs> he no, was no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was initially. Oh, it got it fell off. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> Apparently there were two guys that jumped on. The first guy jumped and got and like kind of got security's attention. Then the other guy took off. Mahomes show just turned around and belted him with the football, but he wasn't hitting anyone else, so I guess he probably would have missed anyways. Um, he, he would have he would have tried to do it, and um, he would have thrown it, and the flag would have come and called offensive pass interference. <laughs> he would have thrown it, and then the the Buccaneers would have just sacked him again. And again, and again, <laughs> and again, and again. 
Maybe hey, not I will give credit. You talk about it being a boring game and Mahomes sucking. I'll give credit to uh, the defense of Tampa Bay because they, they made awesome. They made Mahomes look bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Mahomes just had a bad game. I mean, he was scrambling around like a Bengals quarterback. There. Warren Sapp looked really good. Uh, with uh, Fisher getting hurt last week and not playing, and them sw- moving around three people on their offensive line to fill that tackle position, failed miserably. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> and I was, uh, I think it was Jay Morrison, a uh, national sports writer, tweeted out, "If anybody wanted to see what uh, 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 Patrick Mahomes looked like behind the Bengals' offensive line, <laughs> you just saw it." <laughs> So the crazy thing is, is that he, uh, for the game, Mahomes ran 497 yards, <laughs> like all yeah, total. He only day. got credited for 70. <laughs> yeah, and scrambling and all that, he covered almost 500 yards. So you guys cardio in. <laughs> yeah, and then so, yeah, soccer players do that in five minutes. Big deal. No, oh, he had. He had the over over for his rushing yards um, uh, after their second possession. Uh, The uh, uh, over-under for his yards was 24. Did you see the over-under for Brady's rushing yards? It was half a yard. It was half? (laughs) (laughs) One QB sneak. (laughs) So um, on Pat McAfee's show – they uh, they interviewed the Buccaneers quarterbacks coach, and they were talking about like Pat brought that up because they were talking about prop bets and stuff like that. And uh, the QB coach is like, yeah, he's like, uh, whoever is the backup in oh Blaine Gabbert, um, yeah, he was like in in the QB meeting, he brought up that prop bet and he's like Brady said like Brady brought it up like we should all just throw in a million dollars, and he's like. And like I'll just wait till the end of the game, and when like when we're winning, and I'll just like run for six real quick, and we can all just take a really nice vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Granted, like they can't do that, and yeah, if it if it turns out they did, it was a it was kind of a it was just a it was a funny story like that that he was saying like how like they were talking about all the prop bets, and that was one of them. Like the over under for rushing yards was half of one yard. Um. You know, the thing is, though, it's been such a divisive country all year for the last couple of years that it what? was good to see the Super Bowl bring everyone together. Not the Super Bowl, but the Jeep commercial <laughs> brought everyone together in America on middle ground. And you know, commercial how it, I missed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see this commercial. So and it brought everyone together because the right hated it and the left hated it. <laughs> so it brought it together. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I didn't understand it like why is Bruce riding around in a Jeep without the top on it? It's very cold. Like, he's an old guy. He's going to get sick. You would think. But, you know, Bruce Springsteen goes to middle America, the middle part oh, of America. Springsteen. Yeah. Okay. And uh, well, wasn't he goes that to Middle his... Earth. Okay, that'd be cool. Wasn't that <laughs> one of, like, one of his new albums that just came out? Wasn't it called The Middle or something? Is it? I think so. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, basically, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad of a commercial, but it, they were trying to come, you know, say about everybody should come to the middle. Now we've been fighting for so long. And now, the best part is that the right and the left side both hated it. So that was good. Good for them. 
because that's what we want to get upset with is a commercial. <laughs> that's what's going to bring us together is a fucking and commercial. I'll, I'll still never buy a Jeep either. So there you go. And I'll never buy Bruce Springsteen a uh, CD. So we're all good. Ditto. We're all good. I'm two for two on that. Look at that. Doesn't nobody buy CDs anymore? So I, I do. <laughs> nobody but Jeff buys CDs anymore. <laughs> Uh, I, da- I, uh, I bought my first album and I think in a while I, uh, downloaded it and bought, uh, the Foo Fighters new CD. Well, their new album. Ooh. So nine ninety nine. So how is it? Uh, I've gotten through two songs. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I'm going, <laughs> so it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a little different, um, than most of their stuff. It's a little more, uh, poppy, but mm-hmm. not cheesy like it just the sound they changed their sound up a little bit that's good i'll buy anything Foo fighters so. i got the uh limited edition uh blue vinyl of it that came out is it do you get like a clear copy yeah no who buys no, no, he got who buys vinyl <laughs> A lot of people buy. Vinyl. I know. I was just kidding because he. I was trying to defend like, you. Do you get a physical copy? He just told you it was vinyl. I mean, what? You think you got a digital copy of the vinyl? Look at you, intern. We obviously are paying you way too much. <laughs> digital vinyl. <laughs> you download it to i your iPhone and it still has the scratchiness from the vinyl, Jeff. I like that idea. I like that. <sighs> Oh, let's see. Um, real quick here. Uh, uh, guys, Jim, you are watching something. You just, and you and Brian actually both started AEW Dark. Is that what you guys watched? Yeah. We, yeah. Thoughts? What is it? And tell people what it is and what you thought. It's like AEW's uh, online show. It's on YouTube. It's just on their YouTube channel. So you don't have to have any pay things. So you can watch it for free. It's just kind of like uh, a bunch of like lead up matches and pretty much like a big practice session, but uh, it's like very little talk. I mean, they do have the guys announcing like announcing during the matches, but it's match and then match and then match and then match. So not very. Really uh, not, sorry, Jim. Yeah, very wrestling friendly. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. Very uh, limited YouTube ads as well, which I found uh, was was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I've yet to check this out, but I've heard nothing but good reviews about it. So, yeah, I, this is the first episode of it that I've caught, uh, just solely because uh, a good friend of mine, uh, the Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth, mm-hmm. made his uh, it was his second it was his second match with AEW was tonight. Did he win? He did. He did get the win. So he's one and one now. He's one and one, yeah. Uh, Blake, have you watched anything recently? Just a very special episode of uh, WandaVision. (laughs) A very special episode. And I started absolutely fabulous from episode one. Oh dear God! Here we go again. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off here for like 45. You guys you haven't seen me. it yet. <laughs> I, I still have like six Marvel movies to watch before I I can watch okay. this. So, uh, well, are we gonna talk right. Wandavision? 
I think we're going to have to for real quick. Okay. Brian, we will right. get you back in here. <laughs> <laughs> go go look for those uh, fax machine jokes. <laughs> I've already I've already got it queued up. Okay. Uh, yeah, one division this week, episode five. Was this five? Five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was the nineteen eighties? Uh, uh, sitcom. Was great. <laughs> the they did have an opening credit scene very reminiscent of Family Ties. Family uh, mm-hmm. Ties with a little uh, growing pains and yes. Full House thrown in there. Uh, baby Vision is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Creepiest thing ever. Uh, they had Vision dressed as a baby or when he was growing up. Uh, that was creepy. That uh, was kind of funny. I did like the uh, yeah the intro with the old photos and shit. Vision is starting did, to was, understand. Was that a too close, a too close for comfort uh, thing with the postcards? Uh, At the beginning, uh, I can't remember. I don't remember the too close for comfort beginning. Opening. So. Yeah, it was, I thought it was like a, the postcard, like of, of of San Francisco. I thought it was, and then. Oh, that would make me think Full, full House. house. Well, next week well, is the nineties. Full House was a nineties show. Yeah. Oh. Full House is next week. Because the picnic on the grass was right out of Full House's beginning. I am hoping next week uh, she does say so rude. <laughs> <laughs> How rude! Well, How rude! The ending of this episode of episode five spoilers, people. Uh, does set up a full house uh, type of uh, dynamic. They have someone else living there. <laughs> they got the uncle <laughs> there. <laughs> so yeah, the new uncle moving in. The new uncle. Uh, real that, quick. What's that? That may have been my be- the end of the thing. May have been my favorite line from the show so far. Which is they recast uh, <laughs> the intro. The intro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he rang the doorbell and they showed the back of him, it looked like Magneto's head for a second. Like the silver in that. I thought it was Magneto for a second. Uh, um, Magneto didn't even enter my mind. It was yeah. just, I think it was the, I think the way the moonlight or the lighting on it, uh, was <laughs> like, it kind of looked reflective and it was gray. And I was like, is that Magneto? And, uh, and then obviously it was Pietro, but, yeah. um, Well, that's the first thing that went through my mind is like, oh, it's Quicksilver. And then I thought, did Aaron Tyler Johnson come back? And then I'm nope. like, oh, God, no, we Peters. already know Evan Peters is in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, all that went through my mind, like, split second as they were showing his face. I'm like, ah. Um, did you see? So, oh, sorry, go ahead, Blake. Well, no, so I was going to say a couple of interesting things then is even though the, this whole thing is a manipulation of, you know, her hex, mm-hmm. um, you know, he still has, it, it seems like, his own uh, consciousness and uh, awareness. Who? Vision. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So then he, he still has his powers. Yeah. You know, because when he's uh, talking to his uh, buddy at work. Yes. Figure out what's going on. And, and it's all of a sudden he's starting to figure out that something's wrong. Right? So <laughs> I, I did, I did kind of like, uh, I did like that an awful lot. And then, of course, Agnes is starting to show her independence inside mm-hmm. the hacks as well so you're kind of yeah. like hey what's going on with that well, she's like do you want me to redo that <laughs> yeah you it's... know obviously unscripted and then the doorbell rings she's like well i didn't do that and of course and that's when you're you know p a you know pietro. aka pietro quicksilver shows up which is kind of interesting so 
you know, it is, you know, has her hex been infiltrated? Of course, the theory behind that is, you know, Mephisto or whatever. And we'll get to that in a second with our yeah. Twitter poll. Yeah, I'm sure you can ex- extrapolate on that more than with I the Twitter. Can. Uh, yeah. Uh, I did like that they were having an argument and Scarlet Witch is like, or uh, <laughs> Scarlet Witch is like, I'm done talking about this. And she rolls the end credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 we're not done. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it, that. Well, that was because the end credits were right about the half hour mark, so it felt like this is a. T- mm-hmm. And then there's still ten minutes. I mean, this yeah. is a little longer episode than the others. But can can you explain to me after Monica figures out that her clothing was manipulated? You know, her her Kevlar, mm-hmm. you know, jacket was manipulated into the you know the funky seventies clothes. Mm-hmm. So the so you explain to me if anything that goes in gets manipulated to a useless, you know how do they still get the drone in? And then how do they get the drone in with a missile still on it? I, I don't get th- the missile. The drone the drone was old technology drone. Yeah, that that was an eighties drone going into an eighties era uh, hex. So that's what the whole oh yeah let's put something that would be time appropriate in there because time, it, okay time appropriateness okay yeah because scarlet witch wouldn't change it because in theory it would go with that time period mm-hmm. so, i love how she just blocks it out though from the uh camera correct <laughs> yeah yeah she's like because she just walked out and threw the drone at their feet <laughs> <laughs> well that was yeah. pretty good I, you know if i was monica rambo i'd probably beat the shit out of the sword guy yeah you know because that's a huge you know deception it, we already discussed that she might be the most powerful mutant around let's just piss her off <laughs> yeah yeah did you see that um jimmy uh the fbi or the sword agent uh, jimmy woo yeah jimmy woo fbi he, he's F- not sword. fbi fbi i'm sorry uh they there was a writer a couple weeks ago when he first showed up that he needs a Jimmy and who's the uh, other woman in it? Darcy. Darcy. They need Darcy an X-Files type show. And we talked about this last week. Uh, Marvel has now come to him, MCU or Disney, and has asked him to write a treatment for, an, uh, for a show for that. Uh, They're to, asking Randall Park to write no, 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 it? No, no, no. Uh, oh. the, the writer that wrote it on Twitter. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy, uh, they, he came up with it. I'll, I'll find out who it was. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of funny that they're like, "Hey, that's not a bad idea. I think it's a, a great idea." Um, yeah, let's see here. Uh, Kat Dennings says she's on board with the One Division spinoff uh, with Randall uh, with of Randall Park. Uh, well, she was holding out for uh, what the three two broke, broke girls. girls. Yeah, three broke girls. It was Stephen Ford. Uh, he wrote back on January thirtieth here on Twitter. Hear me out. An entire Disney Plus show about Jimmy Woo just working weird cases in the MCU. Like a fun X-Files. Make it happen. And because of that, he's a director and actor of Teen Wolf. Uh, just to let you guys know. Um, I don't know what he was in Teen Wolf, but there you go. Since then, the ball started rolling. He then tweeted out on February 9th, 48 hours later, I finished writing the pitch. Time to cross some fingers. <laughs> so Disney came to him and said, okay, good idea. Let's see what you got. So, I'm assuming that Teen Wolf was the MTV show yes. Teen Wolf, yes. not the Michael J. Fox movie from the 80s. No, no, it is not. It is the MTV one. So, Or the uh, 
what's his name? Oh crap, I forgot his name. Uh, Bateman, Jason Bateman, uh, Teen Wolf Two. T O O. Yeah, I'm all down for that. I think that'll be awesome. I have no issue with that one bit. So, uh, let's see here. Speak out no, of that. They're allowed to have fun with it, and that's what's great. I think Darcy and Jimmy would be a fun group. I think it would be a fun team. So, uh, let's see here. Um, this that leads into our Twitter poll of the week from at uh, Bad Ideas Podcast. Follow us there. Also, give us reviews on uh, iTunes or whatever it is now, Apple Podcasts. That would really help us out. Uh, we had who is the true villain of WandaVision? So uh, I know I'm going to butcher that name, but the options are Wanda herself, Mephisto. Jeez, oh, Pete's. It, it's pronounced like it's spelled. Mephisto? And we already, we already said it once in this broadcast. Mephisto? You said it already. <laughs> no, I didn't. Blake did. Blake's the one that said it. I'm the one that said Mephisto. Mephisto. <laughs> who's, Mach- who's the Monte devil? Cristo? Yeah, it's a Count of Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo, that's yeah. it. Uh, Zola, Armin Zola, and Ultron. Uh, in last Armin. Place, so, Armin. Uh, in last it's going to turn out to be, it's gonna be Army Hammer. Okay, Army Ar- Hammer. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Arvid Ing- Ingman from <laughs> the class. Army that's now on HBO Max, and that's what I've been watching. Army I, Hammer. I understand. Zola. I understand the, your first two ones, the uh, the Wanday and the Mephisto. <laughs> but uh, what is with the uh, Denim Zola and the Vibratron? Uh, Ultron. They think uh, there was rumors going around. Not now, but in the beginning. That um, that they he's come back like somebody remade him uh, more powerful and he's the one that's controlling everything uh, like okay. a, like a virtual reality uh, with Wanda and then Zola is this kind of the same thing because he's inside the machines it's the fl- the head inside the machines now the Toby um, Jones head yeah so and he's in charge of uh, AIM I think I think he's one of the AIM leaders. So that's that was the idea. Um, so, but in last place was Zola with three percent, Ultron with nine percent, and winning uh, the Devil himself, Meta Histo, forty-seven uh, percent to Wanda's forty-one percent. Methamphetamines won. Yes, methamphetamine. <laughs> I'm out. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Uh, so yeah, they think the Devil's doing it. Uh, so there you go. Well, the uh, devil is in the details. Yep, yep. So uh, let's see here, uh, Brian. I heard that you have some jokes to talk about. Uh, well, I don't have them. No, I'm not going to talk about them. I'm just going to tell Jeff. A couple <laughs> oh, of jokes. speaking of, speaking of good jokes, I did like the uh, internet reference when they had to do the, uh, you know, the the modem sounds for the WandaVision when they're oh. connecting into the internet. With the email? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty beep, 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 bong, bong, bong. The only thing that was almost, well, I guess maybe next episode they'll have an AOL disc or something downloaded. Ooh, the Kmart Blue Light special. You get yeah. uh, 50 hours free online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, we're sorry to interrupt. You do your jokes, buddy. Oh. Come on. You got some no, jokes. It's okay. 
No, no. Go on. You got some Start jokes for Blake. Do it. All right, Jeff. How does a computer get drunk? How does a computer get drunk? It gigabytes. Oh. I do not know. How it does takes it takes screenshots. Get out. Cutting right. edge humor. Here's the next one. No, please, more. You know what? No, that's it. I'm only going to do one. Oh, come on. Leave them wanting more. Look forward to next week. You have to look, make us look forward to next week. You don't want to shoot his wad all at once. Hey, I've got like four weeks to catch up with uh, jokes here, but I'm only going to do two because we got to talk about fucking WandaVision for like three hours. <laughs> Didn't right, feel Jeff. like three hours. So here's the next one. This is this is more of this isn't a joke. It's more of like a pun, not a pun. Uh, You're describing a statement. <laughs> I asked my date to meet me at the gym today. She didn't show up. That's when I knew we weren't going to work out. <laughs> I like it. I actually like that one. <laughs> get it? I don't get it. Uh, that's because you worked out, didn't you? I did. Uh, I don't know you guys anymore. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, I got something to hype. Oh, okay. Uh, there was a bit, uh, there's something going around the city of Cincinnati between the two local colleges. Mm-hmm. COVID-19? They have, they, have the, <laughs> they have the Crosstown Shootouts, the big basketball game. STD. We now, we now have the Crosstown Tip-Off. It's where uh, people are going to restaurants, supporting uh, the uh, the service industry people, especially during this time when again we're co- we're closed early, um, limited hours, limited seating, and they are battling on who can leave who can leave the biggest tips for people at these restaurants, and they'll write, "Hey, go X, go UC," uh, and leave. It started like a thousand dollars. And it's been going up and up. And like last week, it was like people for UC tipped like over $30,000. People for UC was like 17000 And uh, it was actually put on the Today Show. There was a uh, little talk about it on today's show. And now it has gone online through Twitter and Venmo where people can tip businesses and mainly uh, Xavier put a, uh, put out that uh, Dana's Dana gardens, the bar that we work at. And uh, so if anybody wants to support Xavier in the crosstown tip off, you can Venmo me. <laughs> Cause that's, <laughs> that's who's getting all the tips. <laughs> <laughs> At Jim Dash now, <laughs> and uh, NAU, NAU, JIM Dash NAU, and uh, all the tips will get split amongst the entire staff at Dana's. And uh, after I'm not sure how much, but a week or so, we'll put out the total amount and uh, put that towards the Xavier uh, tip off uh, total. And so far in the past, oh, let's see, since we went on air. 
That's when it was tw- we was tweeted out. Um, I'm, we're now over five hundred dollars. Nice, cool. Nice. So if I put in a if I put in an amount for negative five hundred in Venmo, do I get it? You can say you can you can ask me to send it to you, and I won't. <laughs> so, if you break a thousand, will you bring the golden tea back, Jim? <laughs> I want to pledge right now. This is not the action uh, action auction from PBS. <laughs> What is the exchange rate for IOUs for your crosstown tip-off? Yeah, if you can vent an IOU, I'd love to see it. It's about 500 wooden Stanley nickels. Just let you know. Some screwed bucks, some Stanley nickels. So do that, people. Help out Dana. Help out uh, Xavier. And uh, help Jimmy out in uh, all the... And- Oh, and if you are a UC supporter, I have to I'll put it out there. I believe they're doing it for the Holy Grail, but I'm not sure what the Venmo information for that is for, as of right now. But And if you would like to Venmo money to Blake, he will do that towards Golden Tea. So just to let you know, those are the options. <laughs> That's right. I or you can, bet you can Venmo the intern, and he can get his... Uh, a copy of uh, Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Venmo's wide open. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, uh, so how you like it, head of the class? Head of the class, there, Brian. I love it. <laughs> I'm through, almost through. I'm almost to season three. <sighs> I I was. And the question that everybody wants to know, Brian. Yes. Is Everybody wants to Is there anybody on the show that looks like anybody from Hope? (laughs) Dennis. Brian didn't know me then. Before Jeff had a beard. (laughs) I've never not seen Jeff with. Oh, Jim, work on this. Uh, I'll try and find the his senior picture. <laughs> Jeff looks like Dennis from Head of the Class. Dead on. Dead on. Dead on him. Yes. People uh, in high school said, man, you look like Dennis Blunden. So I, gra- I graduated high school. I started growing my beard almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, like spring quarter and freshman year in college, I decided to shave like, oh, like an hour later, someone in the hall at the dorm is like, hey, you look like Dennis Blunden. <laughs> and I haven't shaved since. Uh, oddly enough, Jim, back in the uh, when he was 20, looked like Eric uh, from head of the class. It, it's really eerie. He had the leather jacket. It, it, the it, sick it, early mullet. That's right. The mullet. Uh, Blake. Actually that's right. Jason looked like Jawar Halal. <laughs> Which, who was that? The Indian guy. Oh, okay. the Indian guy. <laughs> Oddly enough, Blake looks like Billy Connolly when he takes over as the teacher. It's really odd. <laughs> Wait, they get a new teacher? Spoilers. Oh no. <laughs> Howard Nesman uh, takes a job as uh, as totally a DJ. Thirty-year-old spoiler. <laughs> Did you just say Great. Howard? Did you say Howard Nesman? Yes, yes, yes. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Lex Nesman? 
<laughs> Less desperate. No, he was Johnny Fever. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I thought he looked familiar. <laughs> the teacher leads to be a DJ. It's fine. In Cincinnati. Okay. I thought it was the other way around. Nope. Yes. Nope. 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 Oh, Shane's I'm sorry. not a freak. WKRP, the new WKRP is what he went to. My bad. Uh, Blake, get some listener yeah. feedback going here. Get us back on track. All right. All right. We got some uh, bomb listener feedback brought to you by a live ed- action edition this week of Impeachment 2 Election Boogaloo. Ooh. Down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree, says. Do you agree, says. Uh, that'd be number one fan, Doug. Eight pants. Can't give yourself a nickname. Formerly known as? Big D. Dad seven. That's right. Big D. That's right. Wants to know if you agree with Riverdale going a time jump of a whole Seven years into the future. At least the actors now get to play Ooh. their right age. Whole seven years. I'm excited. Ooh. Whole seven years. Everybody seven sit down. Job. Woo! Grab that couch. Uh, Woo. So the funny part was that they're showing, like, the promo was Archie goes to war in, in seven years. Riverdale jump or next year week, Riverdale jumps seven years. Archie goes to war, which looks like a really bad war. Um, and he's and he's still in Afghanistan. No, it looks like he was on his football, uh, like at Riverdale sco- High School. There was a war. They said he goes to war. Yes. What is oh. it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Say it again. Uh, Jughead is a famous journalist <laughs> and writer. Uh, Betty, you mean blogger? Because that's all we get in journalism these days is bloggers. Uh, Betty is... Uh, <laughs> Opinionist bloggers? That's journalism these days. Betty works for the FBI, and Veronica got married. <laughs> We're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Everyone else got something. Veronica, way to be 1950s. You got married. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, hey, she has the right to choose what she wants to do, and if I, getting married is what she wants to do, mm-hmm. that she can do it. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the time jump. Good starting point for anybody that's been timid about jumping onto Archie and Riverdale because there's been a lot of backstories. This is great. This is great. So him sure training, is him training to fight a bear a couple years ago. It's good training for the military because so. there's never been a time in uh, television history where time jumps into the future have ever failed. Parks and Rec. That was about the only time it succeeded. Eh, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, Blake, you like time travel. Do you think this is going to work? Yeah, only if they go back in time and fix the seven-year jump ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That's next season. They're going to have to fix the time continuum. Kitty Pride will be there. There you go. Uh, What else? Blake? Oh, are we done? Yeah, we're done. Riverdale. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is next from uh, Cassidy. Mm. It says, uh, what television series do you think is most deserving of a reboot? Keyword Absolutely here, fabulous. most deserving. <laughs> what did you say, Jeff? 
Absolutely fabulous. Oh, okay. It wasn't good in the beginning, the first time, so you might as well try to remake it into something good. So I get that. Ah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but if you did a reboot of Ab Fab, who oh, would you put in as uh, who would you? If who I did a reboot of an Ab Fab, I would call it Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> who would you put in for the lead roles, Blake? Is what you were saying? Uh, Janine Garofalo and Sarah, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker, Janine Garofalo. I think they could work it out. I no, think they could do it. I don't, I don't see it. How about <laughs> no, seriously, what, which, and Denise most, which one would be most deserving of a reboot? Now, you're talking about a continuation or a reboot, reboot, like a remake. I think a remake because they just came out with the Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Which got okay. decent reviews, actually. Oh, is that what the Queen Latifah show that was on yesterday was? Mm-hmm. Yep. The Denzel Washington reboot or something? Yeah, well, or whatever the Equalizer so The was movies about. are loosely based on the TV show as well. Okay. Um, What would I, re- I reboot? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Jeff, you got anything? Jim? Brian? Anyone? Mm-hmm. I would reboot King of Queens and have Kevin James come back to play Arthur Spooner's character. Get out. Get out. Oh, speaking of King of Queens, Jason, I think I, I, I saw that the game show network now has the perfect game show for your family. What's that? It's a people puzzle. It's a crossword game of... Uh, like uh, Pe- People Magazine crosswords mm-hmm. that I know your wife loves to do so much. Oh, uh, yes. Hosted by Leah Remini. <laughs> Is every answer Scientology? No, she doesn't sucks. do Scientology sucks. Sorry, sucks. We'll put sucks after, allegedly. Ugh, fucking Leah Remini. Ugh. Um, and it's not good. No. How about... Okay, if I... A rebooter show? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's let's go back and get me some Parker Lewis. Oh, okay. Parker Lewis can't lose. I could see that. I could it see that. Wasn't a, again? It wasn't a great show, so you're not ruining anything. But it had some iconic moments and some great characters. Okay. And, I'm thinking they need. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jim. I thought you were done. And we need some more Kubiak. Oh, <laughs> he's above a Kubiak. new Kubiak. I, you can bring back Adrian Ben Ruby. <laughs> He's buff now. <laughs> and put him in a fifty-year-old Kubiak. He still hasn't graduated. <laughs> you, you know what? If you're doing Fox shows, I'll bring I'll bring uh, reboot uh, duets. Her, oh, Herman's Head. Nah. The Adventures of Beans Baxter. I'm doing duets, and you bring back Chris Lemon. I think you can do that. I think that would be fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm rebooting duets. I think it has I potential. Re- Sorry. My, my vote is for BJ and the Bear. Ah. Oh. <laughs> for Pornhub? No. Jeez. But somebody, I would not bring back Greg Evigan. Did someone say Snowblower? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> uh, Brian, you got anything? What you be, oh, you did King of Queens. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know with, the, um, with the miracles of uh, animation technology, I, I wouldn't mind a uh, Star Blazers reboot. Okay. Wow, that's a good one. I agree with Blake on that. Thank you. 
what was that one show that you liked, Blake? That was like an Indiana Jones ripoff. That was a TV show. Young Indiana Jones? No, not Young Indiana Jones. No, Island of the Gold Monkey. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Yeah. I watched an episode of that on YouTube a while back when you were talking about I could see a yeah. reboot of that. How about that? I, you know, I, I would still go for that. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's Are do there it. monkeys in it? No, no. Well, chimpanzees. we're going back to BJ and the Bear. <laughs> chimpanzees. <laughs> How, could you remake a $6 million man? Do $6 billion man? Well, they tried to redo the Bionic Woman a couple years yeah. back, or uh, that didn't work out so well. So I was just trying. Okay, fine. The Fall Guy. I'm rebooting the Fall Guy. <laughs> I can see that. I like the Fall Guy. Who would you Who would you have in the lead? Building. In the stuntman, brand new car. Uh, Army Zombie. Hammer, because I think you could get him cheap right now. You had no one's going to watch your show now. But. Cannibals will. <laughs> you see, he joined a band, Fine Young Cannibals. Anyways, uh, you know, I could see Vin, Vin Diesel on that reboot, reboot lead. Uh, who's a ch- poor man's Vin Diesel? Brian, you like uh, Fast and Furious. Who's a poor man's Vin Diesel? I thought Vin Diesel was a poor man's The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John you, Cena. You know, you know what? John I, Cena. There you go. Yeah, this John Cena. Uh, Sean William Scott. I think you could get him to do it. I, I, I don't know why, but I could see him in that. No, no. I'm trying. Does Heather Thomas come back? You know what? Steve Austin. In the Fall Guy. Look at that. Oh, oh, so the guy who used to play Steve Austin is being uh, replaced by a guy named Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Yeah. I think it would work. D- trademark it. Trademark. Uh, intern. Mark it down. Trademark that. Trademark that. Trademark. Thank you. Copyright. Best intern in the business next to Gary. Good job. Uh, what else we got here, bro- Blake? Hey, uh, we, we haven't heard from uh, this man in a while, but he's not lusting over anything. But he does have he does have a question. Mm. But I will go back and say from Nick. Oh, oh Brian. Give it to me, Nick. Give me that communications degree. Give it to me. Mm. If you were to go back and oh. forth, back and forth. All and over. Give. <laughs> give. Give advice to the group. Oh. <coughs> I need a drink of water. <coughs> before you did episode one, what would you say? You would go back and give advice <laughs> to the group before you did episode I, one. I haven't what done Nick Albright in a while. I haven't <laughs> oh, done his voicing oh. in a while. Oh, hey. I need a sip of water. I drain my throat. <laughs> Nick does make you thirsty. Mm-mm. I was choking. Uh, oh. <laughs> so... I was going to go back, give advice to the group before we started. Mm-hmm. I would tell us, don't bother making a, a new studio. You'll only get a dozen uses out of it. <laughs> before a pandemic hits, save all that money. Put it into the put it in the put it into Tesla stock or game or GameStop. GameStop. 
unfortunately, I put it into EB Games. Uh, I screwed up. Oh. <laughs> I picked the wrong one. You put it into B Dalton Games? <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> um, Bookstars are going to make a comeback soon, aren't they? Put, <laughs> put it into that Christian bookseller, uh, J- Joseph Beth. Put it into the Christian books uh, store. <laughs> I never Family knew. video. Family. Oh, they're going out. Uh. I didn't know Jim was so religious. He loves his Joseph Beth. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, what else we got? Nobody else has any advice. Oh, uh, yeah. We should have bought the good microphones in the beginning. <laughs> It'd be a whole lot easier. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, we, it's, we needed a mixer nope. for the good microphones. Yeah. We we um, should have had uh, that we. We should have had El Heno on earlier for his first appearance. We yep. still have yet to have El Heno on outside of his song clips. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't book con- convicts. Uh, let's see. Um, get an- other, other advice, just skip Neil and go straight to Annalise. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Let me see if he's available. Uh <laughs> Yeah, don't call Heno though; he's recording his own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, what else we got? You know, if 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 you have anything to do, put all your pod stock into musings of a geek. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a good call. That's a good call. I feel like we could get on Reddit and make. Uh, Get musings of a geek tr- uh, trending with stock prices really high. I think we got we got to do that. <laughs> oh, Dark Angels is av- unavailable. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. Uh, oh. Next one is from the very technical uh, Ted at Theodore four seven four five lowercase z. Michelle Pfeiffer states she would be open to reprising the role of Catwoman, quote-unquote, if anyone asked. Jeff, will you ask her? Uh, hell yeah. I mean, I'll ask her, and we don't even need to actually make a movie. I'd just like to see her come over and reprise her role as Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about Family Baker Boys? Shit. Yeah, how about both in the same night? <laughs> uh, what else we got? Well, uh, man, while, while she's at it, we can do Grease too. Also, oh, go Grease Lightning! Go Grease! Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, that wasn't from Grease too. Nah, it's close. What about Gangsters Paradise? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's just really, you know, putting a chair down and lecturing. Yeah, I don't know if I really want to be lectured by. <laughs> How about Amish Paradise? Well, that was Florence Henderson in the video. No, oh, so. sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, next one we've got uh, from uh, Besoted Geek. If I were to say Storm the Bob Studios, what kind of resistance could I expect? Well, first you have to get past the uh, gated community, the walls around it. Past Nate, the security guard, who is always on the ball. There'll be a moat around the studios. Uh, probably about walls of uh, toilet paper stock about three feet thick. 
<laughs> and you have to avoid the uh, lady with the snowblower. And yeah. even then, there, there, there'll still be a COVID barrier. <laughs> you know, Jim's chair would be propped up against the front door. <laughs> oh, yeah, holding the door closed. <laughs> and even then, even if you even if you get into there, you're only going to take out one person. <laughs> well, there, there, there is the uh, fax machine booby trap that is uh, up on top of the door. So when you push that open, it falls on your head. <laughs> Uh, intern Gary's out in the backyard, uh, living with his teen mom, so uh, uh, girlfriend. So he's fine. You gotta get past. Oh, intern like, Gary's job is to guard the Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> there's a rumor. There's a rumor that there's some kind of dog on the premises too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Blake. Thanks. She's on borrowed time right now. Okay, let's just not bring that up. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I did not even mention the fact that Doctor Number One is probably still. Uh, camped out uh, outside the window. Uh, I only see his glasses because the snow covered him up today. So I hope he's okay. I hope he is. Uh, uh, what else All we right. got? Uh, Professor uh, Numero Uno at, uh, you know, El Doctor Numero Uno said, uh, Jeff, you haven't done a Warner Brothers impression recently. Can you please do one on this episode? I thought I did one a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I thought so, too. I mean, yeah, I could do another impression of the Warner Brothers <laughs> as we decide we need more Batman movies, but I don't think I will. <laughs> to the Sharon. Jesus uh, Christ, you're going to ruin everything, Jason. What? 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 I, I was uh, I was sled right. I needed to go to the showers. That's all I was saying. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. hot. So, uh, let's see here. Jeff, can you give me some music for the news of the geek? It's time for another installment of news of the geek. Uh, we got some Worsley Award uh, nominees here, people. We got some good <sighs> ones. We got some good ones. Uh, Floppy Awards every December. Uh, Worsley Award is uh, people that die not doing the greatest things. Um, Like forgetting to wear a jacket across Antarctica. Don't do it. Uh, Let's see here. This is from BBC News and every other outlet. A 20-year-old has been shot dead after allegedly taking part in a prank robbery being filmed for YouTube. Witnesses told police Timothy Wilkes and a friend had approached a group of people outside a family trampoline park in Nashville holding large knives. Mr. Wilkes was then shot dead by a 23-year-old who told police he had no idea it had been a prank and had been acting in self-defense. Why would he think it was a prank? Yeah. (laughs) Someone's menacing me with a, a knife? Yeah, first thing that goes through my mind is must be a prank. No one has been arrested. Uh, Mr. Wilkes' friend told officers the prank uh, had been a, been for a YouTube video. Uh, let's see here. Uh, robbery prank videos are relatively common on YouTube, sometimes involving fake firearms uh, or getaway vehicles. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see here. YouTube uh, YouTube is thinking about banning dangerous or threatening uh, pranks. Uh, They're just thinking about it? I'm surprised they haven't banned that already. They were supposed to two years ago, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, Threats with uh, weapons and fake robberies are specifically listed as offenses that would result in the video being taken down. 
Uh, so there you go. Uh, the new rules were brought in after a number of high-profile precedents. In 2015, the tech giant refused to remove a video in which vlogger Sam Pepper tricked a man into thinking his friend had been shot and killed. Dear God. Uh, in 2017, a stunt by two YouTubers ended in a death when Mona, Mona, Lisa, Mona Lisa Perez, then 19, shot at her boyfriend through a thick book, which he believed would uh, stop the bullet. I remember that one. It did yeah. not. Uh, I think we talked about that one. I think they might have been uh, up for a Worsley Award that year. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. Don't do these pranks. And you're a fucking idiot. Sorry. Sorry. So that's one. Uh, that's not the only one, though, because uh, people want these Worsley Awards. Did you get make the award yet? Uh, we need a we need a award, Jeff, this week. Nobody wants it. a Worsley Award. Oh, no, the, the Floppy Award. Get the Floppy yeah, we Award. Yeah, want, we want Floppy Awards. Yeah. Blake, or Jeff, whatever your name is, get on he's, it. He's, he's still reading the directions on the 3D printer. <laughs> no, I'm still waiting for the 3D printer to show up. Uh, Jason, we, we have got, you given them my right address when you ordered it? Uh, intern was in charge of the loans. Uh, <laughs> look at that. Uh, in USA Today, a small celebratory cannon misfired, sending shrapnel flying in all different directions at a gender reveal party. A uh, 26-year-old man was struck with it and was taken to the medical center in Flint, Michigan, where he later died. Not from the shrapnel, just from living in Michigan. Uh, the metal from shrapnel... From the water. He was, was it from dehydration? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the metal shrapnel flew as far as 25 feet, hitting three parked cars in the garage at the home. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the bad thing is the man, identified as Evan Thomas, uh, did not even set off the cannon. The fuse was lit by the owner of the home. So there you go. Didn't didn't we learn that these are bad ideas that could result like an entire state of California catching on fire? You know what? It's, I thought we did. It's funny you said that, Blake. Uh, Maybe they haven't got to Michigan yet. In September, a couple's plan to reveal the baby's gender uh, with blue or pink smoke sparked a wildfire in California. Thousands of acres. 2019, a homemade explosive used to reveal a baby's gender killed a 56-year-old in Knoxville, Iowa. The device was meant to spray powder. powder. Instead, it blew up like a pipe bomb. So that was up for a Worsley Award that year, too. Uh, you know, one when, when, when of these times, the gender reveals are going to go so bad, it's like going to, like, kill the pregnant lady or something. Uh, I mean, like, horrible stuff, man. Like, it's something that we don't even need, but whatever just happened to blue or pink cupcakes? I mean, really? <laughs> uh, Jeff, well, why do we need more than that? Why do we need gender reveals? Because well, happens? we don't need them at all. But for people <laughs> who are like insisting on it, why do things have to explode? Blow up. I mean, explosions and gender reveal parties. You know, why do you have to have a cannon? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, a, a friend of ours last year did it with the softball. His his wife tossed the softball and he hit it and it exploded into you know face. blue dust. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did he attempt it? Because I saw <laughs> I saw that on uh, YouTube once, where yeah. like the, the softball was like thrown, and the guy completely whiffed, and then it hits the ground at his feet, <laughs> and it explodes, and then it, yeah. then it cracks open, and you're like, oh. "Yep, no, this one worked." Uh, Jim, are you there? Yeah, he didn't uh, play for our team, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> when you did your gender reveal for your baby. Uh, what did you do? Um, well, we 
had a big like target set up there, mm-hmm. and then we all had uh, semi-automatic rifles, <laughs> and we fired probably around 150 rounds each into the target. Mm-hmm. And um, there was supposed to be like smoke or something to come up to like reveal like blue or pink. Mm-hmm. Instead, we just killed a bunch of my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> So it just came out red. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have put that, that, that big sign on the neighbor's house. <laughs> you know, I was trying to, I was trying to talk uh, one of our daughters into a gender reveal party at a hatchet-throwing bar. I guess maybe we should cancel that. <laughs> yes. Yes, you should. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Hey, has anybody killed themselves yet at one of those hatchet throwing bars places? Oh God, I've not heard of any axe axe throwing. Whatever. Uh, there was yeah. the professional axe throwers on ESPN this weekend, and um, my I kids watched it. it with me and were like, "You would think that they would just hit the target every time, right? Like this is the job, right?" And they don't. It, it's. Uh, is there a reason they don't? Like they just like, suck. like do they? I'm like, is, is there like a strategy on why not hitting the No, they do target? have to hit different dots on certain, like different parts on different parts of the game and or different games that they have. But the one yeah. was like bullseyes. And I'm like, if you're that good, you should, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like watching, just, it's like watching cornhole on ESPN and the guys yeah. never even get into the hole. Yeah, I was very disappointed watching the professional cornhole. I'm like, is this a tournament to get in? Because these shouldn't be the best. I would put Jim I, I mean, on I, there against any of those guys. <laughs> Jim left-handed I, I, against those guys. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, Jim was actually going to be up for the Golden Tee uh, professional tour, but then they took it away at the Dana's Bar. I know. I'm pissed off. Bastard. Uh, <laughs> if you want Golden Tee back at Dana's Bars, get Venmo Blake. Let's go. Let's do this. Minimum $1,000. Let's go. <laughs> you can buy your own machine. <laughs> I promise I will donate at least $1 to Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Blake's favorite thing per cinema blend, Game of Thrones. <sighs> yeah. Do we have to read about this? <laughs> George R. R. Martin said that it's coming, his next book. He's pissed off. Because He's people just... are being mean. He's just mad that he can't keep answering these questions. He said he wrote wrote hundreds and hundreds of pages uh, of the Winds of Winter in 2020. But that's a problem because they already had to split up the Winds of Winter into two books. Well, I don't know what... So he's... The problem is he's let this get out so far out of control by, you know, expanding, you know, the story to so many characters that he can't even keep track of the shit anymore. He doesn't even know what's happening. He That's act- part of the problem. He has a team of volunteers that basically help him keep all the characters and plot lines in yes. order. It's just, it's just too convoluted. I mean, when he started with Dance of Dragons, I was so pissed off because I was like, what is this? I wanted to move on from a feast for crows. And then all of a sudden I'm like, who are these new people? And why is this important? And you're just you're fucking delaying everything. I actually like the new people in the dance with dragons. Oh yeah. And then game of Thrones killed it on HBO. So who cares now? They're uh, <laughs> doing an animated adult animated uh, series of game of Thrones on HBO. Just let you guys know. 
Sure, why not? By adults animated, you mean they're just putting porn with a Game of Thrones skin to it? Yes. Yes. It's, but it's in, it's all incest. <laughs> it's called a Game of Moans. Uh, let's see here. You um, know, I, I did watch the Roman Empire series on Netflix, which is weird because it's like a documentary slash live action reenactment of some Roman Empire things with Game of Thrones booby sex scenes thrown in. I think it's the best way I can describe it. Okay. Uh, that's and what, it's educational. That's the weirdest part. That's going on the poster for the movie, for the series. Yeah. <laughs> it's educational. Booby sex scenes? With Game of Thrones boobies. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it is, you know, I'm a you know history buff, mm. so, I you know, I like that, you know, Roman Empire stuff, but... It was pretty weird. I mean, it was enjoyable, but it was still like more of a documentary with live action reenactment while they're talking a little bit. Sometimes it's weird. So let me ask you guys this. Go around the table here. Who, since you guys are Game of Thrones fans, who will be buying the new book when it does come out? Blake, are you buying it from R.R. Martin? (laughs) No. I'll probably wait a couple years. Jeff? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I will in a couple of years. That still counts. Well, I will be reading it. I don't know if I'll be buying it or borrowing okay. it from Jim reading. after he's done reading, reading it or getting it from the library. But I will be reading it when it comes out. It's going to be difficult yes. to get from the library because my four-year-old will be just moving books everywhere. Don't forget. Oh, that's true. <laughs> as long as he lets me know where he hides them. <laughs> It'll be next to uh, Scab Jeff's books in the uh, gay erotica. Oh, so no one will ever find fine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian, are you reading this book? No. Okay. I haven't read any of the other books, so I don't see why well, I should start with This is a good one to start one. with, though. <laughs> it's a good jumping on point. Okay. Uh, Br- Jim? Uh, I will go to Joseph Beth, and I will buy the book, and I will read it. <laughs> Do Christian booksellers sell this? What's that? Do Christian bookstores sell this? Joseph Beth is a Christian bookstore. <laughs> He'll get a bottle of wine there while he's uh, <laughs> buying the book. Sure. I think it is. I thought about I, I really thought it for years it was a Christian bookseller. <laughs> I really did. No, it's, it's, I thought you had some kind of joke. Obviously... No, I really did well, think it was Christian. You are the joke. Okay, I you got talk, it. You talked about wine. Last year uh, in February, mm-hmm. I went there on just a random day, just killing time, mm-hmm. and walk in, and they have a bunch of pink stuff up, and they talk about this, and they're giving out wine. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was one of their big celebrate days, and like they had a bunch of specials going on, and... And they had a table set up they're giving up, and they had wine and cheese. and Free wine. Sweet. <laughs> Jim kept going back with a different disguise, just getting more wine. Oh, I will. Thank you. I, I was lit when I got to work that day. <laughs> Jim got in line, and every time he got to the front, he'd say, amen. And they'd look at him like, what? <laughs> oh. they, are, they are not a Christian bookstore, Jason. I know. I really did. I'm not kidding. I really did think for years that they were. I really did. Yeah, I remember explaining it to you, I think, on uh, one of our episodes that yeah. was not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, per Hollywood Reporter, 
Paramount Pictures and J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot Productions have ta- <laughs> tapped Joe Barton from Girl slash Haji Human. Geary. Whatever. Geary. To write the... Haji. Oh, yeah, it is Geary, not Girl. Uh, <laughs> to write the screenplay for a direct sequel to the original Cloverfield. Uh, I watched that the other day. I had, that was on TV. First the original was, Cloverfield? Yeah, the original one was. It still is pretty good, isn't it's it? It's not bad. It's not bad. I still uh, need to see the Cloverfield Paradox. No, you don't. No, no you I don't. still need to see it. Ugh. I know it's supposed it to be It was weird. Bad, but... Yeah. 10 yeah. Cloverfield Lane was good. I like that one. I enjoyed that. Till the ending. I like the ending. I had no issue with that. The very ending. Uh, first film was a massive success at the box office, gro- grossing over $172 million worldwide on a $25 million budget. It was a breakout film for director Matt Reeves, who's now doing the Batman. Uh, Maybe. And, and he did War for the Planet of the Apes. Spawned two follow-ups in 10 Cloverfield Lane and the Cloverfield Paradox. Neither was a direct sequel and were developed as separate films entirely before being brought into the Clover universe, Cloverfield universe. Uh, the first one, was, the original, was a found footage uh, film. This is not going to be that. Uh, no production start date has been given, but it seems probable uh, cameras could be rolling sometime next year. Sure. I'm going to say yes. It's a, it's a, it's a French avant-garde lost footage <laughs> film. French avant-garde lost <laughs> footage film. Lost footage film. You'll never see it, but it's out there. Barton is croissant. Give me the croissant, Blake. I am the yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> I am Remy LaCroix. Put it in my bundle. <laughs> uh, Barton is currently serving as the showrunner for HBO Max's upcoming untitled Gotham City Police Department series, which will be set in the same universe as Reeves the Batman. I am the Batman. Who is Barton? Uh, he's one. Uh, oh, oh, writing it. Okay, yeah. yeah. The 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 the, the Giri or yes. girl as Jason called it. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, hey, the eye looked like an L. I can see that. I blame uh, the font on it that intern Brian did. So intern Gary doesn't do that shit. I think that was intern Fax Machine that did it this week. Oh yeah, yeah. You approved it. You know that would be the one thing I would change. Is uh, when we go back to episode one, I would get a lot more interns a lot quicker. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> have waited for so long. Maybe not. So yeah, and we would probably need a stricter hiring policy for our, those early interns. Were all they were rough? Bad. They were rough. They were rough. Need a better screening process. Yes. Uh, same thing for host. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Um, moving on. Uh, if you go to Etsy and go to Untidy Venus, uh, because Steve and Izzy, they will be back next week. Steve and Izzy will be back next week. So Promise. get ready. Get ready. They did. They are coming on next week. Uh, they said they're excited about Fat Tuesday next week. So are they going to spread go. their bumps? Their lady bumps? What? I'm confused. Their E I L F M bumps that they said they're oh, going to. That's oh, right. They the will give us some bread. Bumps. Yeah. My E I L F M bumps. Oh yeah. Uh, so they'll be back. But if you go to untidy lady bump, <laughs> get out. You can uh, find those on Etsy's. 
If you go to Etsy on Tidy Venus and put in oh, Hobie Pod, you save 15% on all of her stuff. And she has tons of great stuff. Plus, next week we'll be talking about uh, Cole Ranch, the rat. <laughs> uh, got some updates on him. So there you Is go. she going to sell bumps on there, too? My lady, lady bumps. A Hobie bump? Break it down now. Ooh, a Hobie bump. What's a uh, Hobie bump look like? <laughs> you don't want to know. Rutted red pustule. Aw. Wow. Blake, just... <laughs> you uh, drew like the skating. line and then you crossed it and drew another line and crossed that one uh let's see here jeff so what you're saying is i need a third line no you need a third nipple uh, <laughs> let's see Bra- uh, jeff give us some box office news music box office news Music. Just get to your fucking segment. <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to be the one coming up with the music to my segment. That's fine. So. I'll call. I'll call Tony from Sully Language. Maybe he'll have a begin a uh, song to read. Sing. Go ahead. All right. All right. Well, Bob's <clears throat> World Report for February 5th through February 7th of 2021. Number one at the box office, The Little Things made another 2.1 million. Total of seven point eight million on a thirty million dollar budget. Not bad, considering it's on HBO Max. Yes, but if you had the chance, wouldn't you just rather enjoy it in a, a theater? No. Uh, yeah, you would. Number two, The Crudes, A New Age, is still out and made another one point seven five million, a total of forty six million on a sixty five million dollar budget. The Crudes is going to get its money back at the box office if it or it's going to die trying 17 more weeks and it's going to be back <laughs> it's got it what else is going to come out in the next 17 weeks good point uh number three we've got the marksman made one million dollars a total of nine on a budget of 23 million dollars uh, Wonder Woman 1984 made another $905,000, a total of $40.5 million on a $200 million budget. And Monster Hunter made $585,000, a total of $12 million on a budget of $60 million. Okay. Upcoming on February 12th, 2021. We have the world to come. Can you pull that up. Sorry. Oh, oh Jim to- wasn't around. Jim was sleeping. I, I, yeah, I was sleeping. The world to come. It said there's like 15 of these, though, this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Somewhere along the mid-19th uh, century American East Coast frontier, two neighboring couples battle hardship and isolation witnessed by a splendid yet testing landscape, challenging them both physically and psychologically. Uh, I really don't recognize anybody in this film. Uh, Casey Affleck is in it. Oh! I'm all over it then. (laughs) Vanessa Uh, Kirby, Catherine Waterston. Also coming out, we have A Writer's Odyssey. A writer's Odyssey tells the story of 
I'm going to just screw this up because it's all Korean stuff. Oh, not so easy. The author of a fantasy novel series following a heroic teenager, also named Kong Wen, on a quest to to end the tyrannical rule of Lord Redmayne under the guidance of a black armor. Uh, I have no idea what that is, but, but through a strange twist of fate, the fantasy world of the novel begins to impact life in the real world. Leading Guan Ning to accept a mission from Tu Ling to kill the author. That actually sounds kind of intriguing. Yes. I have to find that somewhere. Um, also coming out, we have a movie that sounds like it should be a uh, Decepticon, Skyfire. Skyfire. Let's go, uh, T. Tianhu Island is a beautiful paradise. It almost makes people forget that it is located in the Ring of Fire, the world-famous Pacific Rim volcanic belt. The volcano erupted, and the fate of the people in the island was entangled. So it's like Pompeii. And next we have the easy-to-pronounce movie, Land. Land. A bereaved woman seeks out a new life off the grid in Wyoming. I think this is almost, this could almost be like Jason's. Uh... <laughs> I've seen trailers for this, and I want to I want to do this. Let's go. Other than the bereaved part? <laughs> yeah, other than that. <laughs> it is uh, Robin Wright mm-hmm. starring and directing. Um, the next one I have on my list is French Exit. This is this one Jeff needs to see. Ooh. An aged Manhattan socialite living on what's barely left of her inheritance moves to a small apartment in Paris with her son and cat. Starring Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm there. Mm, yeah. And she has a cat. Could this be a prequel to Catwoman? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, following that up, we have Young Hearts. Oh my God, we still got six left. Oh yeah, there's a said so there's a lot of these. <laughs> Young Hearts. Harper enters high school and sparks a relationship with her brother's best friend Tilly. While Harper deals with social blowback. The older Tilly is congratulated, setting up a very modern love story in the age of Time's Up and Me Too. Sounds dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Young hearts. <laughs> On the movie poster. Sounds dumb. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, we have Fear of Rain. Rain! Run! Fear of Rain. This has got to be a blockbuster. Oh, no. A girl living with schizophrenia struggles with terrifying hallucinations as she begins to suspect her neighbor has kidnapped a child. The only person who believes her is Caleb, a boy she isn't even sure exists. Starring... Catherine Hagel. Oh, <laughs> it sounded intriguing until that. Man, she's she's making her comeback. She's just got uh, that 
the new show on Netflix too that just came out. Ugh. Yep. Firefly Lane. Why don't she just make twenty eight dresses and we can ignore her again? Ugh. That bastard. Hey, what else? Uh, the Mauritanian. Oh. Mauritanian. Uh, I'm guessing it's about someone from Mauritania. That's probably it. Mohamedou al-Salahi fights for freedom after being detained and imprisoned without charge by the U.S. government for years. Oh, no. Is that a documentary? No, I don't know. It's uh, starring Shailene Woodley, Jodie Foster, Benedict Cumberbatch, Tahir Rahim. Okay. uh, Levi. uh, (laughs) He went through this long list. I'm like, none of them sound like they would be the title character. (laughs) (laughs) Shane Woodley is. <laughs> Eventually. Because he's listed uh, fourth. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you figure the title character, you know, they might put higher up on the list. Shailene Woodley, really? That's the what we're going for for the make If she can't make this work, then what chance does anyone else have? <laughs> God. But you look at the names ahead of him, though. It's Shailene Woodley, Jodie Foster, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, we've got Judas and the Black Messiah. This looks decent. Very much looking forward to this. Oh, sorry. I, my phone went off and I went to the wrong page. <laughs> I think it's intern Gary's fault. God dang it, Gary. So we're on Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes. It, it comes up. Mm-hmm. The story of Fred Hampton, chairman of the Illinois Black Panther Party, and his fateful betrayal by FBI informant William O'Neill. Okay. Uh, what? Who's that uh, star? Uh, Daniel Kalua, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Jesse Plemons. Uh, that damn Jesse Plemons. <laughs> Lance. Lance. Bass? Uh, what else we got, Jeff? Uh, Martin Sheen plays J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, nice. Uh, he can just sit there in his wrongness. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, we also have coming out, uh, we have music. music. Which I, is that based oh. off of the uh, Madonna song? I don't think so. <laughs> Zoo is newly sober when she received news that she is to become a, the sole guardian of her half-sister named Music, a g- young girl on the autism spectrum. The film explores two of Sia's favorite themes, finding your voice and creating family. <laughs> Jason? Starring, starring is this Hud- oh, go, sorry, Jim. Go ahead, finish. Starring Kate Hudson. And Maddie Z- uh, Ziegler plays music. This, this sounds like one of those uh, movies Jason loves, like Wonder. Oh, that fucking kid. Jeez, old Pete. Oh, to... no. I can't watch this movie. Just going through the people with stars. And the person who plays uh, administrator on phone. Uh, let's see. What's the full character? Administrator on phone uh, is Lena Dunham. Oh. oh no! Never mind. Never mind. Uh, what else we got? She's like, 
She's like 20th on the list of people. <laughs> but And she's on the phone, so that you probably only hear her voice. Oh, God, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, anyway, rounding out our list, this Jeez, is the geez. last one. I hope. We've got Willie's Wonderland. Sounds dirty. A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the new at the now condemned Wally's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Fists fly, kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. Mm. Jason, this Sorry. sounds like a movie you would love. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. Sounds better than yoga ho- hosers. So, I'm fine and with that. Starring the person playing the janitor, Nicholas Cage. Yeah! Oh. I thought you were going to say the janitor from Scrubs. That was... Uh, <laughs> Jan Etor. <laughs> yeah, Jan Etor. Take off the glasses. Yeah! Yeah, Nicholas! I'm, with, I'm down for Nicholas it, buddy. Cage. I know, but just, yeah, I'm down for it. Okay. Uh, are we doing top five mo- top five right now or the obituary section? What are we doing? I thought we were doing obituaries after top five. Okay, let's do top five then. Jeff, give me some top five music. Top five. Top five. We're about to discuss our top five. I made that up on the spot. That was good. That was good. Uh, see, see. See, uh, Dr. Bednar, you can just make one up on the spot, and it's going to be great. Still waiting for our new uh, title song. Just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. I mean, we pay you in IOUs and Golden Tea Machines. I mean, come on. <laughs> we, we've paid in a Golden Tea Machine yet? Why do you think it's not at Dana's anymore? <laughs> yeah, it was taken back. Uh, let's see here. Uh, top five this week is top five favorite moments in Marvel, Marvel films or television. Uh, we would do top five in DCU, but uh, we would get past zero, uh, maybe one. Uh, so we're doing top five moments in Marvel films or television. Jeff, what is your number five? Oh, I get to start off here. You do. Um, my number five is mm-hmm. in, in the Ant-Man movies. Anytime Luis recaps what happened in the past. Okay. Good call. Good call. And Luis recap. Like and, and what? They need to do an entire movie of Luis recapping. Okay. Uh, Blake, number five. Blake? 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 My number five, uh, inspired by WandaVision <laughs> uh, this week. Uh, Vision picking up uh, Mjolnir's. Mjolnir, yeah. Age of, Ultron. Uh, Age of Ultron. Yep, yep. And then just kind of tossing it aside like no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> just picks it up and says, yeah, well, we've got to go. <laughs> That's right. Uh, my number five is the elevator scene in Winter Soldier when Captain America kicks everybody's ass. Uh, we're going to do this? We're going to do this? We're going to do this now? Ah, uh, love that scene. Oh, good. And Chris Evans is hot. Mm, those abs. America's ass. It is. And I love I love all the memes that's come from it. Uh, from the elevator scene or the ass scene? America's ass. <laughs> the elevators. Yes. 
Oh, it's a great scene. Uh, Brian, number five. Uh, my number five. Uh, the uh, post uh, post movie credits of Iron Man when we get uh, introduced to Nick Fury. Ah, oh. Avenger initiative. And this is going to be different too for you, Brian, because you haven't seen as many. You've seen a lot, but yeah. not as many. So that's going to be interesting to see, like some of the because you've seen a lot of the older ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's mostly like the everything that I haven't seen is probably within like the last four, three, maybe four or five years at okay. the most. Okay. Uh, Jim, number five. Uh, my number five will come from uh, the X Men uh, animated show. Anytime Jubilee was on screen. Ah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Best character ever. I got fireworks. Fireworks. It's on uh, uh, Disney Plus if anybody wants to watch the X-Men animated series. I advise you not to. It does not hold up well. (laughs) It does not hold up well. It's still on uh, Netflix, too. Oh, is it? Okay. Does yeah. it does it hold up better than the Super Friends the, oh. from the early <laughs> to mid seventies? I'll take the X Men, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Does it hold up better on Netflix than Disney Plus?" Yes, yes, <laughs> totally. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know, Dinosaurs just premiered. Uh, they put the whole series of Dinosaurs on Disney Plus this week. Um, the Jim Henson one. And uh, that, that, that did not hold up for my kids more than 10 minutes into the series. I tried to show them. This is what Dad used to watch when I was a kid. My daughter, this is horrible, Dad. <laughs> Why would you watch this? I don't know. Well, your kids have no taste, apparently. They like the floor is lava. Uh, number four for you, Jim. Number four is this Hobie, but it's two, two things from the same film. I'm going Deadpool 2. I'm doing uh, the, the ass pen. That he stores the pen in his ass when he goes to prison. Oh, uh, and uh, and, and Black Tom. <laughs> <laughs> how, how how anticlimactic that character was in that. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to see that still. Or the Vanisher, he was pretty good in that movie too. <laughs> oh, any of any of the crew, <laughs> or uh, any of or Peter was that his name? Peter, yeah. Peter, yeah. Uh, Brian, number four. Uh, my number four, uh, it's not necessarily a, uh, well, A, it's a Hobie, but B, it's not necessarily a moment uh, from a Marvel film, but it's the uh, the soundtrack from Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool soundtracks. Nice. Are both like awesome. Yep. And Guardians of the Galaxy, disagree. the music made that film. That Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my number four is I, um, yeah, sorry, I uh, hobied it because uh, they're both about reveals. Uh, the Mandarin is revealed to not be the Mandarin in Iron Man 2, I think that was. <laughs> three. Three, Iron three, Man three, three, three. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah, that is an honorable mention of Trevor Slattery. Yes. Everybody hated it, and I was like, that's awesome. And I know you guys all liked it, but it was 
That was awesome. It was Trevor. I thought it was great. It was. And number four is... Yeah, I mean, I was just so confused when he's like... And you're like, what the hell is going on? What, am I watching the right movie? I mean, I loved it. <laughs> and number four is also... I hope he did... Uh, Vulture is Liz's dad in Spider-Man Homecoming. When he, Peter went to knock on the door and Michael Keaton opened the door, I was shocked. And I don't know why. I just didn't even think about it. Um, but yeah, I love that scene. And then when he's talking in the car with Peter... Uh, when there's, he's well, driving. that's my number one. The discussion in the car on the Sorry. ride. Sorry. Like, thanks. You put had it, to go a little bit farther. Put it you on the board. The reveal. I was like, fine. But no, you kept going. That's what she but said. I had, so I have to adjust my list here. What's your number four, Jeff? Sp- uh, the, me? The, the talk in the car? No, no, that's still, it'll be number one oh, okay. tied with something else, I guess. Uh no, uh, I have uh, uh, Hobie my number four because mm-hmm. it's the same character, two different uh, takes. Okay, I got the uh, Daredevil tenement fight in the TV show on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yep, they were fighting in the warehouse building or tenement mm-hmm. building, whatever it was, and the Daredevil playground fight from the Ben Affleck <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, no, that was correct. <laughs> nope, it's on the board. You put it up there. Oh, God, the seesaws. Oh, God. Blake, give us a good number four, please. I like the uh, introduction of uh, Spider-Man up the sleeve in the uh, Civil War fight at the uh, airport. Underoos? Oh, when they fought. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, when the good guys fought each other for no other reason to be at an airport. But yes, that was a cool scene. Giant Green was there. Uh, Brian, did you do number four? Yes. Okay, sorry. I think I went after him. Brian, uh, Blake, what's your number three? I liked uh, Thor uh, Fraggle Rock. I liked uh, Goldblum. Just the whole, <laughs> just the whole thing? Just Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, okay. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, Jeff, number three? Uh, let's see. Uh, my number three is, uh, from X-Men Days of Future Past, uh, Quicksilver, Time in a Bottle. Oh, okay. The, uh, when, that's part of my number three. Oh. Uh, well, then we can go into your number three then, Jim, but yeah, that's the Quicksilver, uh, you know, running around in, uh, the freeing Magneto from prison scene. Uh, Brian, number three. Uh, Let's see. My number three is the train battle in Ant-Man where uh, (laughs) with Thomas the train. Yeah, that was good. That was on last week, I think. And uh, we were watching that scene and I forgot that Thomas the tank engine got huge and came out the window (laughs) onto the street. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, my number three is, uh, the ending to guardians of the galaxy, basically the dance party, uh, because dance off, dance off when he's about ready, when Ronan's about ready to slam the, the Finney stone down and then you just see him dancing and you're like, what the hell is he doing? And he's like, it's a dance off. <laughs> and I'm like, no, uh, I love that. Uh, that whole, uh, last scene, especially when they come together. Um, so I am, uh, that's my number three. Jim, what's your number three? My number three, it goes along with uh, the Quilt Silver scene and 
Days, Days of Future Past. It's also uh, X Men Apocalypse when he sa- when Quicksilver saves everybody from the mansion. Ah, good. He, he's just running, just tossing people out the windows, yes. doors, <laughs> and he throws somebody out, and they had a, they had like a coke, and he catches it, drinks it, and <laughs> just. Probably the only really good scene from that movie. <laughs> pretty much. I don't know. Apocalypse is pretty awesome in it. Uh, what's your number two, Jim? Uh, my number two is uh, the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy was a two. Uh, the coping <laughs> credits. Oh, uh, the fight scene with uh, Mr. Blue Sky playing in the background. Uh-huh, yeah, and baby fruit just dancing around and yep. uh, 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 trying to eat the fly. Or <laughs> 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 just that opening credits from... Uh... I like it. <laughs> uh, my number two is... Um, it's really cool how like a lot of these are just tied to music, too. Like, Marvel does a hell of a job with their soundtracks. Uh, I'm Just a Girl, Cap- uh, Captain Marvel fight scene, uh, because you're just waiting for her to unleash her power because she keeps being handcuffed by it with that little thing. And then once she unleashes it, it's awesome. It's just great scene. Um, I, lo- I love Captain Marvel, the movie. Uh, I watched that with my daughter the other day. And uh, I-, I-, I still get excited about that last battle scene. Love it. So. And another good soundtrack. It is. I downloaded that one, too. Mind uh, is music. Uh, number two for you, uh, Brian. Uh, my number two is, uh, basically the entire season two of Daredevil, uh, on Netflix where they're, they're introducing the Punisher. Okay. And where, uh, him and Daredevil and Punisher fight. The, um, the jail scene with Punisher. Uh, number two for you, Brian. Jeff. <laughs> number two for you, Jeff. Uh, number two for me was in the uh, Marvel's The Avengers uh, when Black Widow is interrogating the, uh, uh, the Russians or whatever, where she's tied to a chair and he's like, you know, questioning her and then her phone rings and and she's like, I'm in the middle of an interrogation. This fool is telling me everything. And then beats the crap out of everybody. <laughs> and Coulson's just waiting one. on the line. <laughs> yeah, just waiting. <laughs> uh, Blake, number two. You know, I I like Mjolnir an awful lot. I made it twice on my list. This is when Captain America grabs me. Okay, oh. that was my other number one. <laughs> Good job, so now Blake. I got to come up with another, another number one? <laughs> that was an honorable mention for me. I really did like that one. Good job, Blake. That was a good one. Uh, what's your What's your number one, Blake? <laughs> uh, well, the the tagline in uh, Endgame when the big shit goes down is like Avengers Assemble. That's my number one. That when all the guys are coming out, all the superheroes are coming out. He's Captain America. Good job. That's my number one. Uh, good job. Uh, it made me sit through two hours just to see that pay off in the last hour. Thank God. <laughs> oh, what a long film. Uh, Jeff, number two, one. Uh, my number one, I hobied this. I had <laughs> uh, 
Vulture and Spider-Man in the in the the drive scene to the the, the dance. Uh, I had when Cap uh, uses Mjolnir in Endgame, and I hobied that with uh, when Vision makes paprikash for uh, Scarlet Witch in Civil War. Just some, oh yeah, a lot of number ones there. <laughs> Brian, what's your number one? Uh, it is the fight scene um, in Daredevil with the Punisher in prison. The prison fight scene. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. But I hope he did. It was that one, and then it's the, uh, the Punisher when he's fighting... Uh, Kevin Nash's character in the movie. Oh, the the, the two thousand Thomas Jane version. Oh. Thomas Jane movie. oh, I forgot about that one completely. God's going yeah. to take this one out. That's right. Uh, yeah, own? that whole scene where he where Kevin Nash is just like throwing him through walls <laughs> and just ah, uh, that's that's a good scene. And Kevin Nash had blonde hair, short blonde hair. Got to get. I love that. And he had to do a uh, a hair match yep. when he was wrestling, so he could cut his hair and dye it. Like when he died oh, in the yep. movie, he did a, a hair match so he could cut it. Yeah, for the movie. <laughs> so they wrote that in. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number one was Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. Uh, Jim, what's your number one? Uh, my number one. It would have to be. From the great movie X Men Origins, Wolverine. Wolverine, all the Gambit scenes with Taylor Kish. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with all the Will I Am scenes. <laughs> oh, Gambit! Good, good old uh, Tim Riggins. I mean, I have to watch him. Maybe they'll bring him back for uh, the new ones. Is Tate <laughs> not associated with it anymore? Oh, dude, that's right. We forgot. We had like three years of Tate's trying to get that film off the ground. I don't think he's doing it anymore. I would pay good money to see Tate, Channing Tatum uh, do a Cajun accent, though. Oh, Creole. He's from New Orleans. Doesn't mean he can do a good one. <laughs> uh, any quick honorable mentions? Uh, I had the honorable mention of every scene in the Netflix shows that... Uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, oh crap! Rosario Dawson. Thank you. That Rosario Dawson was in <laughs> Night Nurse. The Night Nurse. Night Nurse. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, going back to my number four, uh, the soundtrack from Luke Cage is really good too. Luke Cage. Uh, yeah. And uh, just Jessica Jones in general. I know Jason really loves that. Great, great five episodes. It was so Jessica Jones was so good. I couldn't pick a scene from it because yeah, it's all I agree. good. It's like there's three seasons of that. Ditto, ditto. Uh, Blake, you got anything? Any honorable mentions? Nah. Okay. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We had uh, lots, lots of them, so we'll get through some I, of them here. Oh, I'm sorry, Jim. I have one honorable mention. I have uh, from uh, the Deadpool movie uh, the Mark Colley song "In Time." That he plays, uh, goes into the right, he opens up his guitar, 
and plays the song. In Deadpool. Not Deadpool, I meant... Uh, oh! Uh, Punisher? Not Deadpool. Punisher. Oh, okay, Punisher. That's, I was like, wait a minute. All of the diner scene. Yes. Yeah. Henry Heck. Uh, Harry Heck. Harry. Harry Heck. Harry Heck. Harry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great scene. I wrote that for you. <laughs> that is a good scene. Uh, let's see here. Dev. <sighs> he had the uh, Thor Hammer Lift Party uh, in Agents of, uh, or I mean, Age of Ultron. Hydra Fallout in Winter Soldier and Agents of Shield. That was good. Luke Cage in the original comic outfit in Luke Cage. And all the Cat and Nick Fury scenes in Captain Marvel. He hobied that shit. Prison Fight, Punisher, and the Scroll Reveal. Uh, and all of Black Panther. Good call. Uh, let's see here. Jared Mills had Vision picking up the hammer. Uh, airport Fight. Wait a minute. Blake, did you just steal a Jared Mills top five? <laughs> what? No, I mean, great Airport minds think alike. Gold Bloom, Cap Crabbing, Avengers. Fuck you, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you steal someone's uh, uh, top five, you should give them a gift or something. <laughs> I hit the like button. Oh, okay. <laughs> On roll mention Wanda versus Thanos. <laughs> oh, I hate you, Blake. I hate you, that was good. I liked it. Kevin, uh, since the Explorer had We Are Groot, uh, Wanda oh, shows her good. true power <laughs> in Endgame. Thor's Wakanda entrance. Oh, yeah, wait. Comes down. Cap's elevator scene. Good one. And pretty much Captain uh, Cap wields the hammer and Avengers assemble that whole scene. Great. Honorable mentions Avengers assemble Avengers assembled in the first one. Black Panther returns and Captain Marvel breaks free. That's the one I like. Uh, Kevin at three, six, five flicks. Uh, I'm normally just happy when the credits are rolling and the film is finished. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Well, this is the guy who thinks DC. the DCEU is worthwhile. So. Uh, Steve at EILFM had Peter dating Vulture's daughter. Cable and Deadpool 2, just in general, Cable. Hulk tossing Loki around, Loki around like a rag doll. Damn it, uh, I forgot about that. That was a good one. Puny God. Black Panther returns and caps hammer time. Da-da-da-da. Uh, also, Thor riding into battle to Immigrant Song and opening of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Doug, number one fan, had uh, versus the Rams, versus the Eagles. You don't have to read, the, you oh, don't have to read this one. He was on Tom Brady's top five Super Bowl wins. Uh, and finally, Brian Auer, who we need to get on the show as a guest as well. Uh, intro dancing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, armor. War ending to Iron Man 3. I almost said it all right. Sam Rockwell making War Machine. Uh, Lady Avengers lineup in Endgame. And Captain Captain America summoning the hammer in Endgame. So there you go. Uh, now we'll do this real quick here. Um, Brian, you got a new segment to end on a depressing note. Let me get you some, <laughs> let me get you some intro music. Obituaries, obituaries. Who died this week? I don't know. Obituaries. 
Drop the I don't know and you might have something. Obituaries, obituaries, obituaries. I'm not dead. Obituaries. Okay, that was worse. Okay, well, yeah. I said. <laughs> it, it's not getting better. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> Brian, All right, this me- week we ended up with, uh, I came up with five. Okay. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Cloris Leachman. Oh. Comedian. Great. Uh, I actually, I was just watching the Longest Yard remake last night. <laughs> she was hilarious in that. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Christopher Plummer. Oh. Uh, I saw him today in Gremlins 2. The new batch? It wasn't good. I, I remembered it being a lot better. But I think Christopher Plummer was better in that than The Sound of Music. That's true. I was rooting for Christopher Plummer in this. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We have Mary Wilson. Yeah. She was one of the co-founders of the Supremes. Yes. And we have, uh, Butch Reed from the WWF. And WCW. He was part of Doom. Uh, that is Ron Simmons, tag team champs. Yeah. And uh, lastly, this is not one that we had shared or we had talked about, but uh, from the Discovery show, Alaskan Bush Mm. People, the father, Billy Brown, died. He was younger, too. He was like sick in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah. He had a seizure and and died. And uh, didn't uh, didn't, like uh, Marty Schottenheimer? Oh, Marty, Marty Schottenheimer was today, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leon Spinks. Bonner. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Yeah. I did not hear that either. Uh, five-year battle with prostate cancer died on February 5th. Jeez. Um, yeah, Billy Brown, we said. Mary Wilson. And uh, actress, uh, British actress Trisha Noble. Uh, she played uh, Jobel Nobbery in two of the Star Wars movies. I didn't. What was the name of the character? Jobal, J-O-B-A-L, Nabari, N-A-B-E-R-R-I-E. That was a uh, Jedi Council, right? Yeah, she died. Oh, uh, she okay. Died on uh, January twenty third, but wasn't really announced until yeah. just recently. So big breath of silence. <sighs> okay. So, let's keep the depression going to end the show. Uh, Bad idea of the week, number 112. Fake YouTube robbery pranks. Don't do them. (laughs) Don't do them. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Helps us, though, for Worsley Awards, though. Uh, Titles for the show. I had Election Boogaloo. Uh, I'm not sold on my communications degree. Uh, I got my cardio in. No one but Jeff buys CDs. I like this one. Digital vinyl. And that's it. I had digital vinyl. I had give me that communications degree. (laughs) I have you are the joke. The quiet part loud. I hit the like button. (laughs) And stop it. Let's see. I had uh, Blake ruins it for everyone. <laughs> Good job, Blake. 
Uh, are you Dennis Blunden? Uh, someone says snowblower. <laughs> and Jason ruins everything. Uh, I had, I'm an idiot. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome. Um, Jim, are you still here? <laughs> um, I haven't done Nick Albright in a while. <laughs> um, we're a snowblower podcast now. And... Hobie colon head of the class podcast. <laughs> uh, what we got here, people? I did like the digital vinyl. I thought that was funny. Like that, I did like Blake ruins everything. Blake ruins everything. <laughs> We're going. To what Blake. did I ruin? We don't uh, know. Uh, as, soon as, as soon as we started, when uh, Brian was going to tell his joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty it. funny. <laughs> And just seeing Brian's reaction to Blake coming in, it was awesome. I was waiting for Blake to jump in there, and you just see Brian go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with Blake ruins everything. <laughs> okay, change approved. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with Stephen Izzy. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Hobie.